What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode five of the Antler Up podcast. I'm Jeremy Dinsmore, and Dimitri and I are joined by Jay and Bob from Big Sky on today's show. Both are avid outdoorsmen from Kansas City that have created a premium hunting, fishing, and camping rental service platform for you. In this episode, both Jay and Bob share how and why they started Big Sky and how easy it is for anyone to rent the premium camping, fishing, and hunting gear. And I would also like to take a quick second to thank you guys for listening to our first few episodes and for those who have purchased our brand new custom leather patch hats made from Shea Butler knives. So if you haven't seen them, head on over to our, our Instagram, head on over to antlerupoutdoors.com at the shop, check them out. They're amazing. They are custom made. Uh, the, the, the detail that Shay put into them is phenomenal. The craftsmanship is just awesome. So head on even over to shaybutlerknives.com uh, and see what he has to offer for custom leather products, knives, and even more. Um, so before we get in today's episode, I just want to take uh, a moment to thank our friends over at ABB. Um, if you are looking for the best quality and custom strings for your bow, then head on over to americasbestbowstrings.com and check out their premium or their platinum series strings. Uh, I last year ran the premium series. I had zero issues with them. I love them. This year, I'm still waiting for my VXR to get here uh, uh, to throw some platinum series strings on them. And I know when they get put on, I know I won't have to worry about the peep rotation or breaking time. They're just, they're, the quality of them is unmatched. I love them. Uh, great customer service. We had Brian on uh, last week. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go ahead on over, check that one out. Uh, so yeah, check out americasbestbowstrings.com. Get yourself a new set of strings. Also, I want to take another second to uh, thank our uh, friends, Scott and Tamara from 1824 Funk. Uh, they make amazing scent killer products such as the Funk Killer, uh, which is a spray that I've used on all my equipment before heading into the field. Uh, they also offer bars of soap and cover spray that come in cedar and dirt scent. Um, you know, check them out at 1824funk.com uh, and head on over to our YouTube channel and watch my review of all their products. Uh, so again, thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Right. And until next time, Antler up. All right, on the line tonight, we have uh, the two gentlemen that are owners of Big Sky Rentals, and that we have Bob and we have Jay. Uh, how you guys doing? Doing great. How are you guys doing? Keeping um, warm up there? Yeah, keeping warm. We actually, uh, Central PA got dumped on pretty good o over the weekend on Friday, and where we live, we have a good amount of snow, and I actually had to drive over town today for uh, in the state college for our daddy daughter dance with my daughter and there's no snow over on that side of the mountain so it's like a whole different wonder world on on the side of the mountain depending on where you live good to hear that's crazy yep yep so gentlemen tell us a little bit about you know some of your uh you know like where you guys are from like who you are uh and then we could get into into big sky yeah. rental yeah so jay here um both Bob and I live in Kansas City or the Kansas City area. Despite you know the name Big Sky, we uh, we we met in our you know kind of prior life working kind of trucking company and um, kind of you know decided that this was a really cool idea and some opportunity to you know do some fun stuff, renting, hunting, camping, fishing gear, and so you know um, we get this a lot, but probably you know, as we were thinking through a name, 
know, Kansas City Rentals doesn't really inspire those activities. <laughs> so, so we stuck with Big Sky, but we've been friends for, I don't know, four or five years now. And, uh, you know, couldn't pass up the opportunity to get in business together. And, you know, that, that's uh, kind of all she wrote. Yep. Yep. And I'm, I'm Bob Zipinski. Uh, live here, obviously, with, uh, you know, in Kansas City with Jay. Uh, originally a, a Nebraska guy. <clears throat> Grew up hunting and fishing uh, with my dad. Um, obviously, the opportunity came around when Jay and I got invited on a, on a fly fishing trip and realized how expensive this gear can be. Um, and given that in our prior lives, we, we worked, um, you know, renting heavy equipment, we, we saw an opportunity and, and, you know, looking to seize it right now. Uh, so excited to be on the podcast and, uh, excited to get going here. Awesome. And we, we are really excited and, uh, you know, thank you again for taking the time out this evening to do this. You know, this is something where, you know, I first listened to Jay, you on the Nine Finger Chronicles podcast a few weeks ago, or actually now it's probably, what, over a month. And um, yeah, I, it, was, it was right before you guys even launched. And, you know, when we talked, when I reached out, it was something where I felt like in the car when I was driving to work, listening to you speak, I'm like, you know, this is an individual where I felt like you were talking to me just for the sole fact of, man, like I love hunting gear. Like I am a hunting gear just I go nuts over it. I love it. And for me, I'm also going to be going out West for my first hunting out West trip this upcoming fall. And I'm like, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of money to, to go out and, you know, purchase a backpack to purchase a spotting scope and, you know, trying to buy one piece, maybe at a time, you're still going to be on the, you know, not on the right end of the stick there. And that's where I'm like, this is a wonderful idea. It really pertains to some, like someone like me and, you know, I just wanted to reach out to you and we, we kind of hit it off. And, um, you know, that's something where, you know, how could I want at the end of this, I hope people can really see the beneficial, um, how this could benefit a hunter on a budget or a fisherman on a budget or a hiker and a camper, you know, somebody that loves going camping, how this could really be something for them. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jeremy. We, uh, we can't say it enough, but thank you and Dimitri for having us on. And I think, you know, to your, to your point, we we lived through that as we developed the idea. But you know, you're an experienced hunter, and, and I'm not by any means. I grew up camping, but the other problem I faced was, you know, as I was going to go fly fishing out west, what do I need? And so, you know, the the what do I need, or can I really afford to spend this much money, or where do I go to get it? our goal is to alleviate that as much as possible and, you know, make it more accessible for the Jeremy Dinsmore's of the world, you know, the folks that aren't pro staff that aren't tricked out with the latest Borovskis or, you know, Sitka gear or you name it to go and do these great outdoor activities that we all love. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and again, this is where, you know, I, I think you guys have a, you know, you, you, you two are awesome individuals and you have a really great idea and it's just going to, I think really build and build it as, as this, you know, moves forward for you guys. Yeah. And Jeremy, maybe just to add a little bit to Jay's point, you know, you mentioned building out your you know, list of, of equipment or <clears throat> your equipment repertoire. Uh, we do think that we have a solution for, for folks like yourself. You know, we, we obviously know that, 
there are people that ultimately want to be the owners of this this equipment at the end of the day. So the hope is is that you know you you rent that Swarovski, you like it, and you use a portion of that rental uh, rate or that rental payment that you've made towards uh, the purchase of that spotting scope. You know? a- so it's it's not intended to be a you know rental and just ship it back. By all means, you can do that. But if if the um, opportunity so per, per, uh, presents itself, um, you could have the opportunity to purchase that scope at the end. That's uh, really of cool. The rental period. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's that's a really good uh, key point to throw out there. I mean, that's something where again, for you know, I'm a, I'm in the uh, looking for, looking for possibly getting a new set of waiters for this upcoming summer. So this is where I was talking to Dimitri. I'm like, I'm gonna rent those Sims and see how they go and how they look and how they fit and feel. And so I'll be putting in an order just to to rent them out for a week at once once school of, uh, lets out for for me. I'll be going out for a, a week of fishing vacation. <laughs> That's awesome. That's music to our ears. Yep. And really, that's that's the hope is that, you know, there's there are people who are always going to buy, but, you know, don't feel comfortable dropping the cash before they, they've tested them out. And then, um, you know, those folks, they can they can test them out for a pretty low price with us or, you know, folks who don't want their, you know, for me, if I were to buy it, my my wife would you know, every time she'd walk by it in the basement, would be like, man, I can't believe you dropped three grand on a spotting scope that you've used <laughs> once. So, you yep. know, that's the other side of the equation that Bob and I quickly realized that we were like, man, if we spend this money on this fly fishing trip, we're never going to hear the end of it. Right. So, and we can't be the only, you know, men or women that, that are doing these things that, you know, either their spouse or friends or whomever is giving them hard time about how much cash they're drop, dropping on it to do it so infrequently. So we, uh, our hope is that we can kind of take care of everyone that way, the, the buyers and, you know, the people who don't do it as much with, with renting. So. so Jay and Bob, before we get a little bit more in depth into the company, can you tell us a little bit about your hunting and fishing experiences in the past? Yeah, uh, maybe I'll start. This is Bob. Uh, so I, I probably started hunting when I was eight years old, as crazy as it sounds. Um, so, I mean, God only knows how much money I've spent on, uh, hunting gear over the, over the years. Um, but I would say that we primarily do about, um, two deer hunts a year, one during, uh, rifle season and one during bow season, or possibly two or three, quite honestly. Bow's just a little bit longer, so you got a little bit more of an opportunity to fit, fit some trips in. Um, and it's, it's predominantly been um, both in uh, Nebraska and in Kansas. And then, um, and then I also do spend a fair amount of time uh, pheasant, quail, and turkey hunting, um, which has been a, a great time for you know everyone in my family it's, it's a much more kind of social event than i would call a, a deer hunt where you're kind of sitting by yourself in a stand all quiet you know so you know tying this into into big sky you know that there is not a i would say there is some consistency but very little consistency 
in terms of the type of equipment that you're going to want to have decked out with um, across those, you know, three types of hunts. And not only that, that's not taking into account the time of the year. You know, so you start thinking about what are you going to wear in the middle of the winter, you know, dead of the winter versus what are you going to wear, uh, you know, during a fall or a warmer hunt um, in the beginning of the season. And it all could even be for the same, you know, for the same animal. And, um, and so that type of diversity in, in gear, you just think to yourself, how much money do I have to spend to make sure that I'm in the right stuff? And especially now, the way that Sitka stuff is, is getting priced out and, and things like that, you know, folks want to have that good stuff without paying for it entirely up front. And we feel like we've done a pretty good yeah. job doing it that way. Yeah, we, we realize that people, you know, when they're on the water fishing or camping or hunting, they want to feel like a boss, right? Like they don't want to yeah. do it. Yeah. And, and, and the worst possible scenario is, is to go out on a hunt and have the wrong gear or have crappy gear and realize it mid hunt. Mm-hmm. And you're like, man, if I had only just fucked up for the good stuff, I know it would have hurt my wallet a little bit more. So, you know, that's, that's where we come in. And, and for me, Dimitri, um, I grew up camping quite a bit with my dad, you know, this, uh, maybe a little embarrassing, but we used to do Indian guides and we'd probably go camping, whether it was out, you know, in a state park or, or we went out to, a, you know, with family friends out to a couple of national parks and things like that pretty regularly to, to camp and then did a lot of pond fishing and have had a few opportunities to go fly fishing, but um, really didn't do much by way of hunting. I, I got to join my dad growing up, really, just to kind of keep him company on a few hunts, and one was a, actually a hog hunt, and I grew up in San Antonio, so, you know, Texas hog hunt, big deal down there. Um, and then uh, he also was invited to go on a, on a waterfowl, you know, duck hunt in East Texas. And I drove out there and I remember it was just like nothing I had ever seen. And, you know, since have been invited on some hunts, but really my, my history lends itself to more of the hunt. I mean, excuse me, the fishing and camping side. So between Bob and I, we've yeah. had several of these experiences, but, you know, we engaged to, to get, you know, make sure we have the right stuff. We engage some product experts and things like that to make sure that, you know, even if we didn't get to enjoy a, you know, a true whitetail hunt or, you know, something of that nature that we've got the right stuff for that occasion. Well, and that's, and that's what's phenomenal about the whole program, because I think of someone like, you know, just even like my father who, you know, he loves the, to get out there as much as he can. And he still takes off the last week of, of archery season and still the like the last week of rifle season right for pa and you know for for us like mm-hmm. i wrote in that article depending on what the weather's like it could be drastic like he could be totally fine with what he normally has and then if it's during the, or if early on in 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 the rut during archery if it's really really cold or when it does hit for rifle season and it's really cold he his gear is not gonna keep him out as long as he can and that's where if, you know, he's always been saying, I really want to try 
you know, the sanctuary jacket from first slide. It, and that's where, and that's where he, he wants to try that, but he doesn't want to drop the $600 for either, you know, for whichever brand jacket that it is. So this allows him to just say, Hey, if it's really cold, I could rent that for a really good price for the week and see if it does keep me out in the field longer. And, you know, for, from my past experience, you know, from dishing out some money for, for my gear, that's something where I really, really in look at it as a, as an investment because of how, it has kept me in the field longer. It's kept me more comfortable. It's kept me in the, you know, just to, to pursue longer in the field. So that's where, again, your, your business model, I think is, is a home run because of it's allowing people to try things before they, they buy it. And then like you've mentioned earlier, uh, Bob, if they do like it and they want to buy it, they can. So it's, it's a win-win situation for, for you and for them. Yeah. And, and I think, you know, to the point of, well, what what about the the style of hunt or or fly fishing trip that you know Bob or Jay hasn't been on? You know, what do you, what are you going to do for that? And quite honestly, the the intention here is is not to come out and say, hey, we're we're an expert at everything. The intention here is is actually almost the exact opposite in the sense that we want to meet and partner with folks uh, that can provide us insight uh, to the types of of product and equipment that are necessary for, for their style of hunt. And so we've, we've had some questions, you know, from folks out what, are you willing to carry a particular brand? You know, for us, we're actually approaching it almost the exact opposite in the sense that we would love to have, you know, guides, whether it be, you know, waterfowl or fly fishing or whatever type of hunt. We would love for them to partner with us to say, you know, I want my, you know, the people who I'm guiding to be using this type of equipment every time I bring them out. But I'm not willing as the guide to go up front and, and buy that equipment in hopes to be able to provide it to my to the people that I'm guiding. So really what we want them to do is say, you know, head over to Big Sky, find my profile on big sky and you know i've got big sky set up such that you can rent the gear that i want you to use on this hunt or on this fly fishing and so we've really we've really tried to you know use our expertise where it makes sense but then also leverage other people's expertise you know when we're when we don't know as much about a a particular trip yeah and going off of that i mean the benefit of having the different gear available especially if you're talking about camos is the fact that you don't know what the weather is going to be like when you're going on these trips i mean especially here in pa in archery season it could be anywhere from 70 degrees in the early season to zero degrees during the late rut so if you're going to spend a week out west or on a different hunt that way you know what the weather is going to be like that week and you can kind of plan instead of trying to buy all the gear from the light layers, you might have to buy the whole way up to the, the cold weather system, which you're talking about thousands of, of dollars to get you that whole system. Yeah. It's it, when we first got into this, and you guys, and I'm sure your listeners know this all too well, we were astonished by, just how expensive 
you know, things have become and, and to do it in the best year possible. It's, it, you know, it's the stuff everybody wants, but not, you know, most people either can't afford to do it or once they do buy it, kind of resent having it. And so, you know, this whole, the whole notion of Big Sky, our, our whole business plan is centered around customer service. And at the end of the day, we just want more people to be able to, to hunt, fish, and camp, but also to do it and, you know, leave, leave their experience thinking that was the best damn weekend of my life. And, you know, if they end up buying it afterwards, then great. But, you know, a lot of people in, in our research, and I know I, I've had this experience myself, and I'm guessing you guys have too, have, you know, been out on the water, camped or hunted, and, you know, went out with the wrong gear. And I was like, man, I was expecting this to be the best damn weekend of my life. And instead, I was cold. I was wet. I was miserable. You know, my sleeping bag wasn't warm enough, so on and so forth. It's like, that's not an okay solution for us. It's, you know, everybody needs to come back feeling like it's been the best weekend of their lives. And that's, that's how we went at it because it was just so disappointing to us when we were invited on, you know, this fly fishing trip out to Wyoming and, started to look at price and and you know it's like okay well we can go to walmart and buy you know crappy stuff but we're just going to be miserable and otherwise we just really can't afford to do this and you know we'd hate for anybody else to, to be in that position moving forward so let's talk a little bit about what gear you guys have available to rent um we'll go into hunting fishing and some of the camping gear as well Sure. Where would you like to start? Uh, let's start with the hunting gear. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, the article that Jeremy wrote about the hunting, the hunting package. So go into a little bit more depth about that. Well, yeah, I guess first of all, thank you, Jeremy, for for writing that. As uh, that's, he's he was our first guest blogger, and Demetri, we'd, we'd welcome you to to write as well, but. Um, thank you guys. I, I get, that's, I love doing that stuff. So I, I greatly appreciate it. Yeah. Keep, keep them coming. We'll yeah, take it. We'll do. We'll do. Um, you know, we, we kind of started, uh, I, I guess really from the base layers and, and Bob, you know, being an experienced, hunt, you know, upland hunter kind of took his, his experience with pheasant hunting and, and things like that and started piecing together these packages and it was you know we wanted for me you know it was i needed to know from head to toe what i was going to need to go out if i was invited on the distance family hunt Mm -hmm. what i was going to need and so he started piecing these together and we started looking at it and you know got in touch with some other experienced hunters and they were like well hey you know really what's what's prohibitively expensive is not just the camo, not just the layers, not just the boots or gloves, but the optics. Mm-hmm. You know, you can spend three grand easily on, on optics. And so um, we, we started looking at brands and, and looking at, you know, talking to folks, even just people who worked at Cabela's to say, you know, what did they recommend from 
from a brand perspective um, and kind of came up with these comprehensive packages. So this is, this is for the Jay Benjamin who has no idea what he needs to go on a deer hunt and um, you know, or a pheasant hunt or um, a waterfowl hunt. But then also there are people, um, you know, probably more like, yourselves, Jeremy, Dimitri, or Bob, who have some of these pieces of, of the pie or of the puzzle, but, um, you know, wouldn't mind trying out one piece a la carte here, or, you know, wouldn't mind trying a couple pieces, but they don't need the whole getup. And so, you know, trying to offer all sides of the equation from, you know, really from head to toe, whether it's gloves, um, you know, blaze orange vest, if you're going on a pheasant hunt, then eye, eye and ear protection. Yeah, and so what what I would add to that is, <clears throat> so specifically on the on the waterfowl side, um, I think on on the website we have uh, the marsh package um, from Sitka, and so um, in thinking about that, I mean realistically that's like a that's like a northeastern Nebraska type type hunt right. where you know, the difference between the two would be, you know, marsh is going to be, you know, along a river or, uh, I would say not in a wooded area. And <clears throat> oftentimes, you know, that stuff is, is lighter in color and, um, you know, you're, you're not moving around a whole lot. Um, so it might be a little, little bit heavier. Um, and then alternatively, and I guess before I skip to that, we've gone, as, as deep as you want to go, base layer, mid layer, outer layer. And it's all kind of Sitka, as Sitka describes, you know, making sure that you got, got your layering right. Because if you've done this stuff before, it, I wouldn't say you can really screw it up, but there are kind of tricks to the trade, you know, so that you're not, you know, you don't have some mid layer that's going to really stuff you up between your, your outer layer uh, and your base layer. And then alternatively, you've got your, your timber package, which I don't think is up, but we do have some folks that have talked to us about it. So we've got a couple of them lying around. Um, that's really your, your Arkansas type hunt where you're in, in a wooded area. Um, you know, you, you kind of are expected to be walking around in, in, you know, knee high water, something along those lines. So we've got that available to those um, that are interested in that in that neck of the woods. And then from an upland perspective, we really tailored it around uh, a Nebraska, you know, kind of mild uh, fall type hunt, um, you know, chaps and, and a blaze orange vest and, you know, making sure you got your shooting glasses. I, I know folks aren't crazy, you know, about, about the shooting glasses, but I think you know, especially from our perspective, we want everybody to be safe out there. Um, and then, and then making sure that you've got a good set of boots. Um, and <clears throat> I think folks have have kind of given mixed feedback on on renting boots. I think for the person, you know, it's not it's obviously not for everyone. Right. I think for the person that is thinking about buying a pair of boots before they go hunting. Um, especially an upland hunt where you're walking a lot, I would absolutely push them away from trying to buy a new pair of boots in advance of the trip 
unless you've got a treadmill or a two and a half mile walk that you can fit in, you know, well in advance of your hunt, because that is definitely one way to ruin, uh, you know, a pheasant or a quail hunt. Yeah, it's a, a little bit like bowling, right? <laughs> if you do it weekly, you don't want to wear someone else's boots if you're going to be doing it enough. But yeah, if you're going on a Saturday night to drink with your buddies and, you know, <laughs> bowl a little bit, there's nothing wrong with renting a Put pair of, of shoes for, for a few hours. Right. And I also look at the, the, the model of, you know, we as uh, like Antler Up, you know, we want to get our content out there to, to all masses, whether they are been hunting for uh as 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 32 years or a brand new hunter that's just coming into it whether like some of my school students and that's where again if someone has nothing like zero equipment this is a great opportunity for them to just say hey we're going to rent this whole package and we're going to be able to go duck hunting boom you know absolutely you're preaching to the choir (laughs) no that's that's awesome and and that's where like you know again for like, cause I was just looking at some of the packages and I know with the, uh, you know, in particular, our whitetail, the whitetail package that, that you have on the website, that's gearing towards that late season. Are you going to be doing anything different for next year with having like early season gear, like mid season gear? Cause I'm even looking at that, uh, the, like previously the, the, uh, the waterfowl package and how you do have like the base layer, the mid the mid base layer so you do break it down into into those categories and then run into that outerwear so are, are you going to be looking into adding some new uh whether it be whitetail or for western style hunts for for next next season yeah definitely i, I think look to to your point um or you know we're pretty early into this and right. and we're still building it out and we definitely plan to have you know i i think <clears throat> I think in, you know, as we're building out our database of of what you need for where we really want to know what the essentials are by, you know, by geography, by time of year, and then by species. And so that way, you know, someone can call and say they're going fly fishing in, you know, in October in Utah, and we know what to be split. This is what you're going to need versus going, um, in February in the Bahamas, um, you know, it's a different rod, different reel. Right. And, and obviously same goes for hunting, uh, you know, late, early, mid season changes for, for, um, depending on the geography and, and, uh, you know, honestly guys, we would welcome or would love your input on as we build out those early and mid season packages, mm-hmm. what those look like. Yeah, that's awesome. And just because I I, I know we, we might even on the antler up package for yeah, you guys. That'd be pretty awesome. I love it. Well, and that's and that's the thing again. Like why I was so drawn to it, just because of you know, and like you mentioned, Jay. Like you you guys are just starting this out and going to be continuing building. You know your your um, like all your packages and and what you are able to offer. But you know, like I said, I'll be going out out west for my first fall out west and this upcoming fall, and that's where. I, I'm like a kid in a candy store just because there's so much that I'm like, oh man. But then again, like you said, it's that wallet. I mean, I have a family, you know, so I can't just go out gung ho buying everything and I don't look to, nor do I want to, because I'll be doing this one time a year and that's it. Right. You know? And that's how Jeremy and I even talked about that a little bit. Um, the last couple of weeks about, 
backpacks for out west you're talking four to six hundred dollars for a backpack that you may only use one week out of the year and then the other time it's going to be sitting in your basement probably on a shelf somewhere and you're going to spend that kind of money where here you could rent that backpack for the week use it send it back not wasting the storage at a very much lower price yeah and that you know i think that's the beauty of, of, or we think of the beauty of this business is that, you know, we can, we can turn that equipment, you know, get, allow somebody to use it for a week at a fraction of the retail price, get it back and then turn it to the next Dimitri who's going on another week long hunt. And, you know, just as opposed to, okay, it, it, it rents once or it's used once and then it sits in a garage or a basement for, you know, another 12 months, that's not the goal here. The goal is to allow as many people to use it as possible while still preserving that quality aspect because that's kind of the penultimate goal. Or not kind of, that is the goal is to, you know, ensure that, you know, it, it feels just like new for the person who gets it after your week-long hunt for the next person up. No. Guys, tell us a little bit about the process once we we book a hunt, we decided where we're going and what gear we need. Talk about the renting process as far as getting the gear per or uh, rented out, received, and then also returning the products back to you guys. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> right now, rented out. Um, what we're what we're asking folks to do: get online, um, schedule your reservation. Um, through the website, uh, we most likely will, um, we'll probably end up reaching out to you to make sure that um, we're talking to you about your hunt and about, about your timing and things of that nature. But initially, um, we want to make sure that, that everyone is, is completely satisfied with their gear. So we're, we're actually extending you know, the rental date to, to a week long. So we want to make sure that that when you when you ultimately get your gear, you've got enough time, you know, to try it on, make sure that it works, and and that that you're a hundred percent satisfied. And then and then we you know we want you to take it on the trip. We want you to use it. Um, you know, we are asking. Please don't put a you know soupy you know big coat back into a a wet box. Uh, when you return it, but, um, you know, basically try to clean it off as best you can, um, you know, dry it off, throw it in your box, in a box, uh, that, it, that it came in. Um, we're going to have a return label, uh, prepared for you in the box and a checklist associated with the stuff that we sent you to begin with. Um, all of the gear will be flagged, you know, big sky rental. So you won't have, uh, uh, any concern about commingling know any of your stuff or your buddy's stuff um with our stuff and then um you know we're expecting that folks will either come home from their trip or stop by their the closest fedex store on their way home and drop that box off and and it's sent back to us appropriately and given that it's a week long the hope is is that you know folks are going on that weekend hunt and they've got a little bit of time on the front end to receive it and a little bit of time on the back end to, to get it shipped back and that, uh, that we have just nothing but 
satisfied customers. Eventually, yeah. it'll it'll you know, probably get a little tighter, but for now, I think that's how we expect to do that. And I think the beauty of of getting it shipped is if you are going on that out west hunt, or maybe you're west coming east, that you can actually have it shipped to where you're going to be hunting and pick it up there as well. Yeah just for the fact that you don't have that gear or that, that luggage that you will have to drive with and maybe take up a lot of room in your vehicle. Or if, if you're flying out, that makes less baggage that you have to take with you, which is a great idea. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, we, um, we already had a, a camping customer who was staying in New York city and, um, you know, he actually was flying from, Australia to New York and um, was like, Hey, while I'm, while I'm in the States, I'm planning to go camping. And I apologize. I forget where in New York state he was going camping, but he, he was like, you know, I want to receive it at my hotel. So we shipped it to the hotel. He got it, used it for a few days and, and sent it back. And it's like, man, that's that sure as heck beats, you know, checking my bag and having to schlep all of that from Melbourne. So it was it was pretty cool, um, and, and yeah, to the old point that that's the goal, that's the key is to make it as easy for folks to to receive it and to do these things. So we thought you know the whole you know pick and pack and ship it where where you need it as long as there's a postal address. That, that was kind of a no brainer for us. And that's where to this pat, like not today, but last Sunday when I was still at the PA outdoor show, when I was got walking through the outfitter hall and I was actually talking to a few outfitters and I would, you know, bring up the big sky, uh, the model to them and show them some stuff. You know, that was one of the big sellers are like, wow, that's a really cool incentive just for one for them and two for, for a client just to know that they could just worry about getting there and their stuff would be there already waiting for them. They were like, that's a huge sell for us that like, they love that idea. So that's something where, again, I think as you start getting uh, more clientele, especially with outfitters, that's something where, you know, that's going to be a really good selling point for you guys. Yeah, we certainly hope so. We appreciate that. Now, do you nice guys, do you guys think that you will ever have the option to, to buy the gear that you rent? Maybe a customer wants to rent or goes out west for one of their hunts, really enjoy the gear that they use, maybe have a chance to buy it at a little bit discounted rate to actually purchase it for themselves? Yeah, we we would welcome that. Um, in fact, as we're building out the checklist, uh, what you would find in the box is that there's, you know, there's here's how to return it you know kind of your normal one two three steps but then there's also if you're interested in purchasing your equipment following the rent you know, please uh, see attached pricing and, and reach out to us at info at uh, com. so yeah we we fully anticipate that being a draw for you know for the person who's gonna buy you know set of binoculars or a spotting scope or a tent you i mean you name it um that's a nice kind of perk of you know kind of some financial feasibility there for for our customers right and and i also want to like just just to look at some of the gear that you offer you know obviously an individual could go to bigskyrent.com look at the the hunting the fishing as well as the camping gear what are some things that you just 
like legally can't offer at the moment. Oh yeah, we right now we're not offering any weapons or firearms to be specific. Um, firearms require different permits. Yeah, from from a permitting standpoint, it's just near impossible. And frankly, from a liability standpoint, shipping shipping guns across the country just is probably not not a good look for us right now. Um, but uh, you know, I I think. Outside of firearms, the, the world is your oyster. I would say we're yeah. we're building out our product as we speak, and, and we've had interest in um, you know kind of building out knives, you know, a multi-purpose tool for a camping trip. To uh, we we got the question about bows recently. If we're going to start carrying those, and we're pursuing those and trying to figure out you know for these different products that we don't have on our site at the moment we're still in the exploratory phase you know research phase um, but right now the only real hard no is our firearm that, that's good to know because i i do like the idea of some of the archery equipment like even if it's not a bow just even some you know whether it be a release and uh whether it be like bear shaft arrows or whatever that like a, a, an, an individual may need um, to, to, to get them out in, in the field. So I think that's a, that's a really good, good, uh, answer to that guys. Yeah, actually, we, uh, we got that same question from, from Dan Johnson. Uh, I think on the nine finger chronicles. And yeah. He, he actually called afterwards and we had a, you know, off the air conversation and he was the one who real, who told me that we need to really start considering the archery side of the equation you know, there's so many kind of intricacies to each of these different products and each of these different hunts or fishes or camps that we're trying to nail down the basics first so that, you know, it, it's great with what we've had and then only further build on those experiences and start carrying, you know, those types of items. And, you know, what's important to us is to make sure we do it right the first time because we can't risk. You know, we can't risk one customer going home unhappy because one customer unhappy just leads to you know, hundreds more unhappy. And so we want to make sure we get it right the first time. And then I think from there, we're going to start building and building. Well, because hopefully I'll, one day. We'll yeah, because I, I would like to even go back to even when, uh, Bob, you were answering a previous question about saying like when an individual does book their hunt and they call and they book their, their equipment that they need, how you will actually give them a call and like kind of verify to make sure, one, they're, they're getting the right equipment and you are giving them the right equipment. And that's where if you look at that, that's and, and to build off of that, if somebody does do that, they should have kind of some basic necessities like when it comes to their the equipment that they need to whether it be a bow or the release and the, that that type of stuff but again like going back to even what i said earlier about new individuals getting the hunting you know that's where that could be a big draw for that individual so you will you'll hopefully by you know within the next two years have that draw for the experienced hunter where they just want to really try this new high-end premium gear just to see if they like it and and because one if they want to buy it one day or two they only need it for that one specific hunt one time a year and then you have also e the basic essentials for an archery hunt for a newbie that's coming into the game that's again doesn't want to drop 
thousands of dollars right away. They could just say, let me give it a shot with this bow, with this release, and I'll, I'll buy the arrows and I'm going to be able to rent some equipment and I'm going to go out in the field. Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. Now, um, you know, we talked about adding some more gear is our backpacks for the Western style hunt, something that you guys are looking into. Yeah, we're, we're pursuing that, you know, pretty hard right now, both from just a standard backpacking standpoint, so, mm-hmm. um, as well as kind of tactical, uh, backpack for, uh, for, yeah. for, uh, Western hunt. Yeah. And then going off that, I, I think tree stands is a good idea. I mean, you think about a lot of storage that goes into a tree stand, whether you have ladder stands or hang on stands or climber stands, I mean, probably nine out of 10 months of the year, they might be just sitting in the garage or your basement. And most people might not even have storage for tree stands. So that would be a good idea. Even if you can only hunt maybe one week or two weeks out of the year due to work that you can rent that tree stand as well for you're not taking up room at your house. Yeah. I mean, we are, we are keeping all options open. Um, you know, we're in our former life. Uh, you know, if it makes sense, you know, we'll, we'll definitely do it. And that's awesome. And that's one thing too, that like, you know, I, like I love about you guys, you're, you're open to the ideas and seeing what people, you know, what your customer base is, is like wants and thinks you can offer and provide to them. So, um, that, that's really, really good, good stuff. Now what, um, we, you talked about like that minimum being the, the seven days, how long can an individual rent something out for? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> what will end up happening is, is you know, I, I'm not sure if you all remember the whole blockbuster deal back in the day was you know, eventually you, you rent something long enough, you know, you they, just, they just let you keep it um, because you basically paid for it. We, we want to, we want to try and make sure that, we communicate with our customers about, you know, how much rent, you know, they are actually paying for a particular trip relative to the retail price. So we're trying to stay as transparent as possible around that um, because we, we do want people to feel like they're getting, you know, a, a good deal, so to speak, when renting something. Yeah, that's the intent. Um, and eventually, you know, if they get to the point where they've rented it long enough, we we want to make sure that they have a fair shot at, at owning that piece of equipment. Yeah, we we had a question recently about do we do season rate? So like mm-hmm. a guy called and he was um, this is a guy who who buys a new set of waders every year, year in and year out to go duck hunting, and um, he said you know he's taking some buddies on. And this is just, that's his deal. You know, he, yep. he's got to have a new pair. And every year he takes, you know, three or four new friends duck hunting. And, and you know, un- unfortunately he burns a few bridges telling them they got to buy these, you know, whether it's $300 waiters or his $800 or $1,000 waiters. Right, right. And so he's like, you know, if what if I take, you know, some someone out and, and they live locally and, and um, we can do like a season and you know that's something we considered we're just our systems frankly aren't sophisticated enough to, to do it yet 
Um, but it is something, you know, we're certainly considering, you know, hey, you know, this is something I'm going to use for a finite period of time and I'm not going to, I don't want to store it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to have to figure out where to go and get it, all of those things. And so it's something that I think, you know, just like the other products um, that we're going to start trying to build out once we're a little bigger, hopefully, or a little more sophisticated. But right now there's no, there's no cap on how long, on how long you rent something or can rent something from us. But we have basically a week minimum at this point, And then every day after that is, is a daily rate. So, um, you know, we're not going to say no to anybody wanting to rent something for three years, but it's <laughs> certainly not in, in, in their best okay. interest. Right. Right. No, that's, that's awesome guys. Now, I mean, from, from our end, that's, I, I that answers a lot of our questions that, you know, that we had and that, you know, if, if there's anything else that we missed, you know, is there anything that you want to add to it? No, I, I don't think so. We, you know, and this is just to, to promote a little bit. We'd love, you know, we've already had, I think some of your listeners, Jeremy and Dimitri are following us just by being friends on, on social media and, and you writing um, blog posts on our page. So we'd love if folks, Followed us at Big Sky Rentals on Instagram or, or Facebook, and check us out at BigSkyRent.com. That's awesome, man. And and hey, anybody else listening out there, if there's any questions that you have, you know, you shoot us a message, and and don't get don't be afraid to to hit Bob and and hit Jay up uh, personally just to talk to them because I mean, you guys are stand up guys. We appreciate everything for helping us out. Um, you know, we, we love the business model that you guys offer that you provide. Uh, I know that I'll be personally using it again, like I've said about some waiters for this upcoming summer for a couple of times and then heading out West in the fall, be, be grabbing some items as well. So, um, like you said, and thank you for, uh, coming on with, make sure you check out bigskyrent.com and, uh, hopefully we'll have some more articles written on, on the, on the, on your uh, website soon, man. Yeah, we look forward to it and. Thank you guys for, you know, being such great uh, early advocates and promoters of, of Big Sky. And we look forward to a, a, you know, really nice, long partnership together. So thank you both. You're welcome. Guys. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, so, hey, so check out BigSkyRent.com. So that wraps everything up for this evening's episode. I just wanted to say thank you to Jay and Bob uh, for coming on to our uh, podcast this evening. It was great to have them on to explain how BigSkyRent.com works and how, what they have to offer. I think they are just scratching the surface for what they're able to do here in the future. Uh, I know I'm looking forward to using it this summer for the fishing gear and then in the fall for my Western style hunt. And uh, so great guys, they mean well and check them out over at BigSkyRent.com. <clears throat> and I also want to just say Again, you know, thank you for all of you that have been listening, for supporting us, buying the hat, and and giving us that listen. We really, really appreciate it. You know, this is just the beginning for us. We are motivated. We are determined to continue to put out some content. Uh, you know, that hopefully you are interested in what we really enjoy and love doing, and that's talking about the great outdoors, hunting, fishing, and camping. So, uh, you know, again, check us out. Send us if you have anything that you want us to talk about on another episode. Reach us out on uh, Antler Up. 
outdoors.com. You can send me a message on, on Instagram. I'm pretty active on there. So until next time, everybody, thank you and antler up.